When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast has been rated Listener MA. It contains strong language, violence, adult situations, nudity. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Unfiltered Sportscast. I'm your host. My name is Scotty German. Alongside me, as usual, I have two excellent stand-up comedians from here in the Wichita area. First, to my left, I have the 1984 Kingman County T-Ball Defensive Player of the Year Award winner, Mr. Jeremy Joseph. Hey, Scotty. Hey, buddy. And uh, then the biggest asshole that uh, we all love, know, call the wreck, Mr. Derek Alders. Ahoy, Captain Scotty. Why again? <laughs> Fucking weird hellos. Well, ahoy. How was your guys' week? You know, that is actually how Alexander Graham Bell suggested answering the telephone. Oh, really? Ahoy. Yep. Ahoy? That is a true fact. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. Well, probably back then it wouldn't have seemed weird because there was no standard protocol. Oh, cool. Yeah, they would think this is weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still think it's weird saying hello, actually. I think that's weird. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, because, uh, I mean, whenever somebody is calling me and I know who it is, oh. we all know who it is, yet we still say sure. hello. Well, my, my favorite thing is when somebody leaves a message and they go, hey, it's me. I, okay. <laughs> if I know your voice well enough to know who it is, you don't have to say who it is. And if I don't, saying, hey, it's me, yeah, no shit. But you're not helping. Who the fuck is this? That's why I like to stick with the old staple and just breathe really heavily into the phone. Uh-huh. Because they already know who it is. And then just every now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Love well, that guy. Awesome. Huh? Anyway. Well, uh, how how are both of your guys' weeks? we got a week recap going, that we can do. I, I had a, a very good week. Uh, Saturday was the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 right. landing on the moon. So I spent the day at the Kansas Cosmosphere, one of the eight wonders of Kansas, which <laughs> I did not know really? we had. Yeah, it's one of them. I was very surprised to find out that I am not one of them. <laughs> that that was the most surprising thing to me. My wife was surprised to hear that there were eight wonders, and I'm like, well, there's two of them right here. <laughs> and no, it turns out, no, I'm not in there. No? Not even a runner-up. Oh, that sucks. It but, sure uh, does. Did you have fun? I did. I had a really good time. Oh, I know you're a big nerd into that I, shit. I am so. a huge uh, space fanatic, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, a lot of very rude people. Oh, really? But uh, yeah, um, that's just how people are. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. why I can't stand them. Right. But anyway, how about you, Derek? I time traveled back to 1960 and went to the drive-in. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I realized that now I don't like daytime running lights because you can't <laughs> run your air conditioner at the drive-in without your headlights on. So, oops. <laughs> and... Uh, I'm still trying to have all my local TV channels, which would be fucking nice if they would fix this. <laughs> oh, what with your with your cable company? Direct TV is taking away uh, CBS on every every platform, every 
outlet. Yeah. Uh, and they've also, with, with their company they're feuding with, they've taken away also, for me, NBC, ABC, and Fox. So when football season comes around, if this bullshit's still going on, I'm going to be very unhappy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I literally, I used to watch, like, I'd record, like, 24 shows maybe a week. Yeah. And I'd watch them throughout the week. Sure. Uh, I watch two now. Oh, my God. Yeah, just, just two shows. I have fucking nothing to do when I get home at 2.30 in the morning from work other than <laughs> masturbate and drink. <laughs> so you want to make sure you don't drink the wrong shot glass. <laughs> Gross. So Sesame Street and what else? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I like to get drunk to Sesame Street. Sure, I, master- I masturbate to 9-11 footage. <laughs> oh, uh, God. Jesus Christ. Oh man, that's that's rough. Well, we'll we'll figure something out. Either either they, I can't see them making it to that. I don't know. It's almost a month now for me. Yeah, they're gonna but, lose a lot of subscribers. Oh god, yeah they they yeah. don't make it. They don't make it work right when football season starts. That it's gonna tank. Well, I think the only reason people keep Directv is because of Sunday ticket. Sunday ticket and exactly. the fact that all those games are on Fox and CBS right. and other markets. Oh, so that won't you can't. And get NBC, any of that, even none with of it. Oh, God no. So what is the dispute? The, uh, they're trying to raise prices on DirecTV, in, uh, which in DirecTV claims they're trying to not have to pass those price raises on to the consumer, but mm-hmm. I'll pay $5 more a month for fuck's sakes. Like, this is ridiculous. That's insane. Yeah. I, I, I subscribe to Indirect TV. Uh, <laughs> that's where I splice in my neighbor's cable. <laughs> Unfortunately, nice. I have to watch whatever the hell he's watching. And he watches a lot of shit. Hey, Jeremy, Channel 4, the breast exam. (laughs) (laughs) He watches a lot of breast exams, too. Anyways, anyways, welcome to the show. This is a this is a sports talk show. Very, it's a very loose mm-hmm. sports talk show, uh, which is centered around very inappropriate jokes that we decide to take too far if they're about sports and even if they're not about. Yeah, sports. Yeah, we are looser than Scotty's sister. <laughs> and, and on this show, we do consider masturbation a sport. <laughs> yes, and blowjobs. That's why we call it jerk off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, it's a race. That's right. <laughs> well, well, we'll get into into football a little bit later and but, masturbation. <laughs> no, please, dear. Oh, dear God, no. Done. Um, I don't but, think you can call it master bait until you actually master the craft. I know it, right? Yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm very good baiting. Yeah, I don't know if I'm master baiting. Right. Yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm still apprentice baiting. Mm-hmm. Well, but you've got the Jeremy master baiting. throat. That's why you wear that black scarf is because you have the master's throat. That makes no fucking sense at all, Scott. <laughs> Scotty, they can see you him. are you are reaching so far right now. He's yeah. not he's not wearing a scarf. No. no. You're you're the one wearing black. That's true. Yes. You're like you're like Johnny Cash today. Yeah, I am. I'm I'm wearing all black. And you got that cum catcher all over your face. <laughs> it's like a dream catcher for jizz. No. No, absolutely not. Um Anyways, it kind of probably would work for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't know. It's like Jeremy. a fucking Brillo pad, dude. <laughs> Something about Scotty. Mm-hmm. There's the inappropriate jokes going way too goddamn far. Uh, but uh, everybody, welcome to the show. Um, we are the Unfiltered Sportscast. You can follow us on uh, Facebook at the Unfiltered Sportscast. We're also on many many other platforms, and if you get a chance, you can watch us on YouTube at the Unfiltered Sportscast channel. So uh, check us out there. Just so we're clear, Scotty said those jokes went way too far. That's like the fourth most mild thing we've ever said on this show. <laughs> well, speaking of which, speaking of mild jokes, uh, our our most mild show we did uh, get to interview uh, Bob Willett, who's mm-hmm. the assistant uh, GM. Good segue. 
Yeah, right. Uh, assistant GM for the uh, Wichita baseball team 2020, mm-hmm. uh, which they are are getting ready. I, I got to hang out with Bob. That was my my weekend. I got to hang out with Bob a little bit and talk uh, what's going on. Um, they are basically getting ready within the next couple. I think you said next week or the next couple of weeks. They're going to start releasing. Uh, and I, the way I understood it was uh, one logo at a time. For seven consecutive weeks is the way I understand. And what is like the seventh week is the actual logo? Um, no, not not necessarily. I don't know if they're going to be different ideas. Bob's very good at at, at keeping it, you know, closed. Well, until they do him. reveal the name, since they are just going by Wichita Baseball Twenty Twenty with the right. whole Twenty Twenty thing, unofficially we should call them the Mad Dogs. No, <laughs> I, no. I'm a big fan of that. Okay, well. that's a good name and that's a good drink. <laughs> No, it's awful. A nice, fine-aged Mad Dog. That's the only wine I'll drink. No, and Mad Dog was like an awful beer that my stepdad would drink with tomato it's juice. It's wine. It's like a wine cooler. Oh, is oh, it really? Red Dog. You're thinking of Red, Red Dog. Red Dog is yeah. what I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, Red Dog was an awful it beer. It was awful. Oh, I mean, yeah, and, and it said right on the label, uncommonly smooth. <laughs> Compared to turpentine, yes, it right. was. Other than that, it was there was nothing smooth about it. Red Dog Light was some of the harshest fucking beer. <laughs> I don't know that I ever drank the full-strength shit. I, I, I never, I, I was never old enough to, to have it even around. It was, like, it was bad and it was, uh, they had funny commercials though. Okay. And so people thought they were cool for a while. And they oh. said, if you turn the logo upside down, it looked like Batman eating a girl out. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. That's what they said. Fans? They, they did say that. I, that I don't up. recall. I don't know. I had a mirror, but I never turned the mirror upside down. All, all I know is I specifically remember one time where uh, I, I remember my stepdad went out uh, and <laughs> he apparently drank too much of Red Dog because he actually drank Red, no- Red Dog. That doesn't surprise me. No, Your right? stepdad is a dork. <laughs> and he dr- apparently drank enough to where the next day he had to call in sick from work. So that's all I can remember about it. I see Paps is Sounds the only like one. Sounds like both that, of you have problems. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Paps yeah. is the only one that makes me feel like shit. Like Bud I, Light. I've drank Paps. Like one time I drank a shitload of Paps, and I think I had the runs for like three days. Like <laughs> I was Paps smeared. Like it was bad. <laughs> Red Dog is like if you got into a shitty batch of Paps. <laughs> oh, that's that's what Red Dog was like. No. For it, me, for it, me, I can't do Bud Light. It was nice. I had a lady come into to the bar I work at the other night and asked me for a Paps. Did you really? Yeah, I finally got to say it. I was like, I'm sorry, miss. The shittiest beer we have is Bud Light. <laughs> That's awesome. I drink Dilly dilly. <laughs> But it's true because that's that's the beer that absolutely messes with me. I Actually, that does that. It gives me headaches. Yeah, me too. Me too. Especially like if the I next day, it's supposed to. You <laughs> yeah, know, right. but not after like the second one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, well, let's get into sports. We did have some sports that uh, I guess we're, we're not on. sponsored by Bud Light this week. No, we're not. All right. No, no. we're not. Sure not. Once they again, they don't pay enough. Red Dog sponsors this week, yeah. actually. <laughs> well, they don't even exist anymore, do they? Shut up, Scotty. Okay. We still need their money. <laughs> Deal. Uh, so we had a lot of sports actually go on. We have some stuff that's coming up. Um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the TBT tournament. Uh, we got the basketball tournament that's coming into Wichita, which is kind of a cool thing. We're our own region. Um, and uh, we have the Aftershocks representing Wichita State, which which is my team. That's that's who I'm rooting for. But it's also really cool because we have uh, the Aftershocks, but we all ha- we have uh, Self Made, and then we also have Sideline Cancer, which I still can't figure out why the fuck they called them that. Yeah, who wants cancer on the sideline? Exactly. Huh? But that's the K State team, and then you have Self Made, which is the KU team, which I think Perry Ellis is going to be on that team, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He's, what is he? Sixty now? Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. His receding Jesus, hairline. Jesus, he's looked like it. He played at KU for, what, <laughs> four, nine years? 44 years, but it looked, it felt like it was he, 10. He looked like he was 52. Yeah. Yeah, him from and, the time he got there, he was half bald, yeah, he, and like had an old gray mustache and yeah. shit. Yeah, it looked like Mr. Jefferson was playing yeah. on, on the University of Kansas. And then with it, Connor Frankamp with this bleached receding hairline as well, it was just yeah. like those two guys just need to go ahead and do the Danny DeVito haircut. You know what I mean? Well, they kind of naturally did. No, th- like they still have hair there. Well, yeah, Danny DeVito had hair on along the sides. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. They just need to go ahead and take the rest of the top mm-hmm. off. Well. Okay. Or the whole fucking thing. Or the whole fucking thing. Just shake your head. Nobody, that, that's just bald guy. I don't know that anybody ever called that the Danny DeVito. <laughs> the Danny DeVito's got that's, hair on the side. That's called a horseshoe. Right. That's, well, the that's, horseshoe. Okay. That's yeah. called a bald guy. In fact, it is actually all bald men have hair here. It's actually physically impossible to lose that naturally. No kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody that. with a totally bald head has shaved it. I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Or... It, had chemo. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That, well, that's what that I was gonna happen. say. On why, the side, I think that makes all hair. Why would you keep it out, on the it? sides? Why would you keep it on the sides? Shave the whole damn thing, look like a chemo patient, and just well, move there on was with a your time life. when it looked distinguished. Uh, I yeah. call it the Jean Luc Picard. It's business on the sides, an athlete on the top. <laughs> I guess, but <laughs> it is. I like that. That's good because uh, it's a lot of work too. Yeah. But it's so far this this tournament is actually pretty exciting. I've had the opportunity to watch a couple of games, and it's not bland it's actually pretty damn good basketball i mean you have to think of it these are players that are coming from you know uh, all of the colleges that we know and uh and even the conferences and stuff like that have certain teams so not not everybody on the aftershocks there's one player that's not a you know a shocker alumni or something like that and and i'm sure there's going to be um you know conference teams like the big 10 is going to have a team and and i know ohio state has a team that you said they got uh, a guy from Illinois Illinois on. on it, right? So there's going to be these teams that have that one straggler and stuff like that. But all over the the four regions, which I, I can't remember the first two, but I know that the other the next two are Salt Lake and then here in Wichita. And I guess Wichita has like outsold tickets by the thousands, the tens of thousands. There's nothing to do here. <laughs> yeah. True. All right. That, that's a you good point. You have your choice of going to that or looking at a tree. <laughs> that's it. Especially if the games are early because old people go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, most of these guys are like, what, four or five years out to some, in some cases, even closer than that. Uh, they just have to basically be out of the college to... Yeah, well, I mean, it's cool for me. It, it's really cool for me, some of the players that are coming from, you know, coming and playing for the Aftershocks. Some of these guys are some of my favorite basketball players of all time that I was able to see live, even meet a couple of them uh, from time to time. Clevin Hanna was one of my favorite guys. He's a little guy, good point guard. You got Clee Anthony Earlies is going to be on the team. You got Shaq Morris, who unfortunately his his mom actually just passed away this last weekend, and he, you know, went and mm. did business there. But he's going to still come back and play. He just got into town, I think either the other day, like two days ago or yesterday, and he had his first practice. And you can see all these guys like Garrett Garrett Stutz and Karon Bradley's putting it on. I mean, all these guys are people that I really looked up to and as a young adult and and thought the the world of. So it's really cool for me. But now you got K-State guys that are coming out to do it, and you have KU guys that are coming out to do it. And, of course, we're going to sell a shitload of tickets. Those are the three best, the three only basketball programs really worth a shit. 
and they're actually all pretty good teams, and we all have this kind of inner rivalry. I mean, I can't stand KU, you know, at all, but... None of us can. Right. But it's going to be really neat to be able to go and see these games or even watch it on ESPN because that's where they're going to be. Who's coaching did, these did, teams? Did we all miss um, the part where I asked Scotty what he thought was cool about this? I just asked about how far out of college these guys were. Oh, my bad. Uh, that was a yes or no question. Are they like four or five years out of college? Most um, of them, it sounds J- like, yeah. JT Durley, I think, graduated in 13, I think. Okay. It was when they won the NIT. That was JT Durley's uh, senior year. And so I think a lot of these the are, are guys who are playing Europe or some of them. Yeah. There's, there's probably some guys who are, they probably have a better chance of getting seen, maybe second chance by the possibly. NBA. That's very possible. As yeah. opposed to over there. I mean, this is televised. Yeah. I know that a lot of guys are just in it to have fun, but there's still some guys probably, you know, just fingers crossed. Maybe. Last ditch effort. So they're probably going to play pretty hard. Right. You've got summer league going on now with the NBA and everything too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, and, and I was watching, it was really neat because I was watching uh, Dayton and the Ohio State team uh, play against each other. And that's a huge rivalry. Uh, they, and they don't get to play very much. And so they, they had uh, Dayton, the team that went fairly far in the NCAA tournament, playing all of these Ohio State guys. And I, that I believe. won the NCAA tournament. Well, and and it was kind of cool to see because that rivalry was there, but it was kind of shocking was that it looked like it was played in a fucking high school gym. It was so small. Yeah. Huh. It, there must have been a maximum of a thousand people in there, maximum, and uh, apparently Wichita State is a ten thousand five hundred and six ass fitting arena in Wichita, and they're opening up everything because they're probably going to get very damn close to selling out every single game. It's at interest. No, it no. is at Charles Koch Arena. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is it's Wichita State's home, slightly court. more as far as uh, people it can hold. Seats wise than interest. No, it? interest is actually larger. Is it? Okay. Yeah, interest is about fifteen thousand or a little bit more than fifteen thousand. Okay. Uh, Charles Cook. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I thought it was only ten. No, the the way that that the roundhouse is actually. Um, they still built. call it that. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. The old place I knew was the roundhouse. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was Henry Levitt Arena. Mm-hmm. I sat in there too. Um, but they expanded and grew it and great, and it great seats in there. Very comfortable. I still hardwood. Re- <laughs> I remember the hardwood seats with the black box on them with the little yellow number mm-hmm. and that's where you sit. But they didn't have like the ass the ass form. <laughs> so no. some, there's a reason some fa- why people stand until <laughs> they score their first points. That's right. And they're hoping they don't score their first points. I don't want to sit <laughs> on these fucking uncomfortable wooden planks. Yeah, but for what it's worth, you know, a family of four obese people took up four spots oh. if they sat next to small people. We- Okay, yeah, I'll take that for what it's worth. <laughs> okay, deal. Uh, uh, but it's going to be an awesome event. Um, I can't, uh, because we are from here, uh, it means a lot to me, but I'm really excited to see these teams go up against each other. I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome, you know, event, especially for Wichita, uh, and I hope everybody turns out. Uh, but you can follow them on Facebook, which is the Aftershock, so check Who's, them out. Well, and, and how there? long have people clamored? I mean, they've been begging for a Wichita State-KU yeah. rivalry. They've been wanting for a long time to see a lot of these players That's play no each other. shit, and guess what? It's played in Wichita, which yeah. is huge. Who's coaching these guys? Um, I know Wichita State's coach is, is Karon Bradley, but he also has, uh, I believe, Zach Bush uh, as well. So, and and Zach Bush was is he played? I want to say I want to say four years, but I mean he 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 paid his way, and I think he got a scholarship at the very end. But um, but 
as far as the K-State t- teams and the KU teams, I have no idea. I'd be but, interested. I didn't realize K-State had a team in it. And they call themselves what? Sideline cancer. See, I'm trying to think of I hope the only sideline cancer I know of is is uh, Bruce Weber. Is Bruce Weber. That's, <laughs> he's just a cancer on the ass of... He's ass cancer to basketball is <laughs> what he true. is. You can always check us check that video out on uh, Facebook. We have that in our playlist for the Go Fuck Yourself. The only Go Fuck Yourself because we haven't done one in quite a while. We haven't. We'll probably we need to I work should on do that. a re- redo on Bruce Weber. <laughs> there's a lot that I left out that I'd like to say about I'm him. sure there is. I'm sure there he's is. He's not a good coach. No, no, he's not. Uh, the next thing I wanted to go over, moving on from basketball, was mm-hmm. uh, the MLB Hall of Fame. We we got to get into baseball a little bit here. Uh, they had their their ceremony, so everybody now has their. What are they made out of? What are they made out of? Uh, like copper or some bronze. shit? Like bronze. bronze. That yeah, they got their bronze bust that they get to have, and now their their names will be forever in Cooperstown, which is cool. It is cool. Um, I would love to get up there one of these days. I me too. Yeah, me too. I don't think it's gonna happen, Jeremy. Not inducted, Dick. Okay. (laughs) I I mean, just to visit. I was going to say. I I was actually waxing (laughs) real here, poetically. I would love to go to Cooperstown, New York, and see the Baseball Hall of Fame. I would, too. The fact I'm not in is a fucking tragedy, but (laughs) it's been 10 years since 84, well over, so I don't even qualify anymore. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I don't think you made it past the first round of ballots. You got to get a certain percentage I think you were under. Yeah, I... What I got fifty four percent, and you got to have what seventy five, something like that. So <laughs> keep telling yourself that, Jeremy. Um, I know it was under the required amount, whatever it was. Yeah, it may and have you been know negative. what though, I would turn it down even if they. Yeah, fuck those fuckers. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Mariano, Mariano gave his speech. I actually thought it was really cool. Uh, Roy Halladay's wife gave a speech, and that was that was kind of neat. Um, those of, of everybody that was inducted in, those were my two favorites. We've already had a show talking about the inductees and, and stuff like that. And, um, I, I'm happy for them. There are some that, that we, we have all said, all three of us said that I think MLB is getting kind of what kind of weak on, on the hall of fame inductees. I don't uh, know that they're getting weak so much as they're trying to put it in the face of the steroid guys. That's what I think. Is that I, what you think? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because let's face it, Edgar Martinez does should not be there. He does not have the numbers a, as a for a career that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. And I think when you've got, you know, the technically the all time home run leader mm-hmm. sitting on the side can't get in. I think that's kind of just a fucking shove to his face. Sure. I just. I don't know if I've made up my mind about the whole steroid thing. I I, I just I don't like it mm-hmm. because it's definitely a performance enhancing drug because obviously the the guys that realistically I, I mean did Bonds actually get caught doing it? No, he's never been caught. And that that is the only saving grace for him, but it's so fucking obvious that right. he did. And that's that's what pisses me off more than anything is the continual lying and denying of mm-hmm. it. And you know, if it weren't for the steroids, he would not have the single season home run record. Sure, he did that at what thirty eight. I, I mean, don't know. Was, he was older. Yeah, uh, and then he certainly wouldn't have the career home run record. Right. And if I remember correctly, he never won a World Series, did he? 
Or did no. he win one? No, uh, he he made it to a couple. He lost to the Angels. Lost. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. But that would be kind of poetic justice, actually. That oh, two, he lost to the Angels, I think. Well, that would make sense. But that would just be kind of poetic justice. And, and I think that maybe the, the, the MLB is kind of doing maybe the right thing. But I also think that, you know, if you... Okay, if it's a regulated thing, if the, if you're not supposed to do it and you're doing it anyway, then I then I think the MLB has something to stand on. Uh, do I really give a shit? No, I think like, like they, they were should... all doing it. Yeah, I mean exactly, everybody. Exactly. The pitchers were doing it just as well as the hitters. Roger were. Clemens. Yeah, yeah, and I think baseball's more forgiving to the ones that actually came out and admitted it. Mm-hmm. Like you hear the two big names you always hear about are Bonds and Clemens and now, Jose Canseco. Yeah, but I mean, lately as it's far bonds. as the ones who didn't come clean, Canseco mm-hmm. came clean. Yes, Canseco yeah. did. Uh, he wrote the Palmero. book. Yeah, he wrote the well, book and, t- and threw everybody under the bus. Yeah. To me, the fir- the first two that really came out and apologized were Andy Pettit mm-hmm. and Mark McGuire. Yeah, both okay. of those two. Yeah, and and neither one has really been blackballed. I mean, maybe from the Hall of Fame, but McGuire has a job with a major league organization, right? Uh, I'm not sure what Pettit's done since, but I mean, yeah. they they kind of have forgiven them. Right, uh, and they just with with the ones that have constantly lied. Palmero lied constantly. Yeah, Rafael uh, Sosa still won't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and Clemens, that's another Bonds. one. That's a Sammy Sosa was it was a pretty blatantly obvious one too. Yeah, and he still denies it to this yeah. day. Yeah, and and he's he probably wouldn't get into the Hall of Fame anyway. No, oh, he really didn't come on to the Hall of Fame or to the home runs until. Later in his career, I mean, he was never threatening. Six hundred home season. runs get you in. Did he? Yeah, he hit six hundred home yeah, runs. Yeah, but how many of those were juiced? juiced. I mean, that's probably fucking five hundred and ninety of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, he he really didn't come on as a a big time power guy until like that ninety eight season. Well, he was a, he was a McGuire. He was a rookie in ninety with the White Sox. Was he? Okay. And then the Cubs got him, I think, in like ninety four or something for the George Bell. That was the George Bell trade. I just I remember him. he had a lot of trouble coming up with the curveball. He could not hit a breaking ball for shit. And unless so unless it was it. a slow hanger. If it was a slow hanger, he'd turn on it. Yeah, and and I mean he hit some home runs, but I sure. mean it wasn't he any time that a guy is over like 32 mm-hmm. and comes back from the off season with 30 pounds of pure muscle. Yeah. Put back on They there, are on there, my program. Yes, there there is a <laughs> there is a certain point when a an athlete who's already keeping himself in very good shape, right? Their body deteriorates, sure. and those guys defied what we know to be medical fact. And yeah. it just unless they can explain how in the fuck that happened with something credible other than steroids, mm-hmm. you know, it, I won't, I can't, uh, I can't get past it. We right. know Frank Thomas used Nugenics. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's right. what he did. Well, Frank Thomas was always huge. Huge. He was. And Frank Thomas was always getting hurt, which doesn't tend to happen. That's why he was. That's why he was a big hurt. Big hurt. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but I mean, he was he was constantly injured, which typically steroid users they heal Fast. way quicker than mm-hmm. most. Of, that's that was the whole reason anabolic steroids were invented in the first place mm-hmm. was to help people to recover from injuries faster. Right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. But I I, I still. I'm I'm kind of I kind of I haven't made up my mind on the argument. I I hated Barry Bonds, so initially my argument he was a very unlikable person, big time. He's got a, he had a job in in the major leagues for a while there. He too. did with the Marlins, I believe. Uh huh. So, nah, yeah, I don't like him. I'm I'm so I'm still I'm with the MLB. I think I think uh, 
you shouldn't have guys that that or have your own wing. If you uh, want to have do a steroid, that, have a steroid, like a steroid wing. wing. Yeah, <laughs> that would almost blackball him even more. Yeah, <laughs> like we know you did, you cheating pieces of shit. This is what happened in the nineties, right? Exactly. It was a different time, <laughs> and oh, and for a long time the rules were not clearly defined. Sure, on it, and so for the people when they weren't really being policed and nobody told them, hey, you can't do that. Yeah, that I do give a little bit of leeway for. Sure, but you know the the guys who in the late nineties after it had been, you know, clearly stated yeah. you cannot use anabolic steroids and guys who just swole up muscles in their fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that his fucking Barry Bonds' head size, and so did Mark McGuire. Sure. They they looked like completely different people. They looked like cartoon characters. Yes. I mean, that's the best like way to what, describe what it. What happened with Popeye when he, after he'd eat his fucking spinach and then just his chest would just blow up? Exactly. That, that's what they looked or like. Or when exactly. you put on, like, and, big head mode on NBA Jam. Yeah. 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 But they, you know, and the huge forearms. That was another Popeye thing that they did. Oh man, I don't want to. I don't. I don't mean to segue out of the MLB, but did you see that meme of what would NBA Jam look like in 2019? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think they should bring that shit back because now it's the power of twos. Oh, I had it. They did bring it back. Did they? Yeah. It's oh, fuck. a while ago they brought I it back. I missed it. I missed it. Well, I'm talking about for like 2020. Oh, they did it. Like five years ago, they brought it. How back. would you know who to put on what team? They keep jumping from. Game. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a good point. It had to be the throwback edition. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, but the other thing I want to go over in baseball was the MLB standings. So, mm-hmm. I actually was wrong about my Cardinals. We've actually started to go on a little bit of. A, you're just looking at me like you shut the fuck. You up. weren't wrong about your Cardinals. I, you know. I, I've got to be honest with myself. Yeah, we've we've kind of gone on a run, and, and it, we, I think we won like maybe five of the last seven, I think, something like that. And so we are now only half a game out of the wild card right now, which I'm kind of proud of and impressed with. Uh, but I've got to be honest with myself, okay? Until we are completely healthy, there's there's no way. Eventually we will tire out and we will wear out and we will probably not make the playoffs. It all depends on, I know, Shut the fuck up, Derek. It all depends on when Ozuna comes back and when Ryan Bader, or, uh, yeah, no, Harrison Bader, sorry. When Harrison Bader actually starts figuring out his swing because he struggled and he's been hurt all season. We don't have a closer. Jordan Hicks is out. Uh, and so he, he, until he comes back and learns how to throw fucking strikes, it's just not going to happen. I don't see it happening. Until all that stuff happens, we're we're going to be a wild card team best case scenario. I, I just don't see us winning the Central. And the, the Central just so fucking weak. That's the problem. I don't I know don't what happened think to the it's Brewers. Weak. I don't know what happened to the Brewers. Dude, the I, Brewers should be running away with it. I agree with you on that, but I don't think that it's weak. I think that we are literally the best division in baseball. You're beating up on each other. We just kick the shit out of each other. Mm. Call me crazy. That's fine. Look at me all sideways. But the thing is, is that I think that the Dodgers are going to fucking peter-patter out. And the teams that are going to make the, the the wild card team, guess what? It's probably going to be from the Central. And it may well, be two teams from the Central. No, I don't think I don't think a Central team is going to be in Brewers. the wild card. No. No? No. Uh, okay. Your, That's uh, fine. Your Cubs are starting to show some interest in Whit Merrifield. I, w- I would love that. I, they I, have to give up. Uh, a the lot. The Royals have said that a trade would, at minimum, require three MLB-ready players. I, I think maybe I was talking to somebody about it yesterday. I don't know if, if the Royals would take it, but uh, the second baseman that we have now, 
who's actually playing very well. He's 26. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Witt's been playing more outfield than, than second base. Uh, and Schwarber. I think if you can put Schwarber in that deal. That would be cool. Because and then the Ian Happ. I think if you throw Ian Happ, who was a big prospect last year, they sent him back down. He's been on fire late, last I knew. But I think if you use those three guys, those are all three MLB-ready prospects. I would do that deal. I just don't know if Kansas City would do that deal. Yeah, and and that's the thing is that he's they signed him for like till what twenty twenty four. He's a free agent. Yeah, he's got three years left on his deal, and he's at, cost at effective. Five point six million a year. They don't have. It's not like we've got to trade him because we can't afford to pay him. They they can easily afford to pay him. Yeah, right. In fact, he he might be the best deal in that was in one of the best baseball best bargain deals. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens. But yeah. moving on, uh, I did want to briefly talk about uh, this whole boxing thing that happened uh, today. Uh, actually, uh, Maxim Dadashev is uh, was an undefeated Russian fighter that had a fight Friday, um, and it was very, very, very unfortunate. I'm not a big boxing fan. Yeah, I understand Pacquiao won his fight and everything. That's great. Split but, decision. Huh? Split decision on Pacquiao. Still, I mean, that's a pretty amazing deal, but it didn't get me all excited. Um, this this whole situation was very, very unfortunate. Uh, Max Dadashev ended up passing away Tuesday uh, because of the injuries that he suffered in the ring. Uh, we watched a little bit of footage uh, before we started the show. Uh, Max was 13-0. Both fighters were 13-0. Max had 13 KOs, right? So he's obviously very well aware of what he's doing in the ring, know what he's capable of. Um, he fights all the way until the 11th round when his uh, corner coach, uh, Buddy McGirt, uh, basically begged him to, to stop, stop the fight. And if you've watched any of this footage, uh, guys, it's it's it, it almost looks like Max was a zombie when he's talking to him to stop the fight. To yeah, stop the fight, absolutely. Um, but throughout the fight, and I hate, I fucking hate Max Kellerman with a passion. But this is his wheelhouse. This is what he has been watching his entire career, which is what you know slingshotted him into the ability to be on first take every day with Steve yeah, he's, Smith. He's been a ringside announcer for HBO boxing for, for a very I want to say time. 120 years. Yes. I still hate his yeah, ass. Yeah, he trained Howard Cosell. Yeah, right. He did. And uh, he was talking about this fight as he was watching that where he, he could not tell that Max was in such a, a situation that he ended up being in when it was all said and done, right? Uh, until the very end of the eleventh round, and I don't, I don't necessarily agree with the guy because Jeremy was pointing out the entire time he was basically, you know, just basically trying to cover up his jaw. He was getting hit in the head mainly whenever he would take a shot. He was taking shots to the temple. Yeah, and and that's where there's no knockout spot up here. The jawline has a knockout spot. There's a couple under the the eyes mm-hmm. and the ears uh, and then the ears that's and, and that's where, where you can wife. usually <laughs> oh god that's awful wow <laughs> right in the ears they don't yeah. bruise no that's why you got to do it there absolutely oh, you that's do. terrible that or on top of her feet <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's but feet gross me out <laughs> that's why you hit them um, anyways i don't you do uh 
and that's well documented on the show. You heard it here first. Um, but uh, no, they um, you're you're basically sending shock waves directly into the brain when you hit up here, and there's no real auto response for the body to shut itself off mm-hmm. like you do with a jaw shot or an ear shot. The ear shot, a lot of times, it discombobulates the fluid in the ears, which is where you get your inner balance. From. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so the brain swells, but just like with anything any part of your body that can get swollen up, it doesn't do it right away. Mm-hmm. So he really probably didn't even know how badly he was getting fucked up and what kind of trauma he was taking. And, you know, you're not going to get cut sure. up in this region. Not like if you get hit over the brow or under sure. the cheekbone where there's the sharp bones under there. So it, it's really hard to tell. And, you know, up through that 11th round, I mean, he was, he had his hands up, he was responsive and he was thrown back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know how or what anybody really could have done. Uh, it's the if the coach can't really tell from the fighter's behavior and tell. Yeah, from in that last round, he did look like a zombie, but also he is Russian. He mm-hmm. doesn't speak English, which is what his coach speaks. <laughs> yeah. So he's got to like watch the coach, but listen to the translator and yeah. and you know he's exhausted. He's just fought for eleven rounds, so yeah, sure. he's gonna be breathing out of his mouth, and you know they're probably not waste a lot of energy giving responses back yeah but you know this has happened unfortunately every year this happens a couple times a lot of times right. in smaller time fights it usually not in televised fights i think probably the most well-known was back in the 80s uh ray mancini mm-hmm. killing dooku kim korean fighter mm-hmm. uh and and it was a very scary thing coming out of it uh, Dooku Kim, they found in his hotel room a miniature coffin, and in Korean was written "him or me" mm-hmm. on there, basically saying, "I'm not gonna quit this fight. He's gonna have to kill me mm-hmm. to beat me." And that's unfortunately he, he, what he did. Exactly. Yeah, he wouldn't wouldn't stop fighting. He wouldn't go down. And when when you're a, a coach too, you want your guy. It it means something. Kind of like in Rocky. Mm-hmm. I just want to be standing at the end of the fight, yeah. even if I can't win. Right. That does mean something to these guys. And it's, sure. it's hard to not let your emotions take over. Well, I, like that, you said, ironically, the Russian died in this one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, oh, fuck. No, but on a, on a really serious level, and I don't mean to take, you know, take it down too far, but this is part of the reason why I stopped watching boxing. I mean, that's not the main reason. The main reason is they really suck at promoting it and, well and, and it's and then have 15 different championships for every I, weight class. i feel like the mayweather technique kind of killed it yeah where you just run around and just try to outpoint the whole fight sure. it had been a very corrupt sport for many years leading up to that even well, yeah so many different organizations wbo wbc sure aba i i think there was like six different major boxing associations yeah. that had their own belt and yeah, it was it was a uh, it's a rough fucking deal. I, I guess I guess my my main point is is that you you kind of you kind of touched on it really really well. It always seems to happen every single year, whether it's an amateur fighter or a professional mm-hmm. fighter, somebody ends up dying because of this exact repeated thing that we've done for for however many years. Mm-hmm. And it it's still not changing. Obviously, you got padded gloves. You got gloves that are certain ounces. You I mean you're they're doing some things, but yet the same exact thing keeps happening at least once a year or maybe more times a year. Scotty, we got to get you into boxing. No. Mm-hmm. That's I'm, what. No, I'm out. <laughs> I'm fucking out. 
No, but this is why Gucci I got, in there this was is, one of the top rated pros. <laughs> this yeah, is sure. one of the reasons why I made the switch over to MMA. The main reason is, is because when somebody gets fucking starched, they stop the fight or you get tapped out. Or uh, the other thing is, is that boxing is using your hands and hands only. Like, yes, if you have no, you're bludgeoning the other guy. Exactly. Whenever you get into a bar fight, I hate to break it to you, but there's a lot more shit than somebody just kind of trying to swing at you. Especially if you get one of those guys to take on a MMA fighter and they get you on the ground, they're going to turn you into a fucking pretzel. Right. And well, and that's why it's not a, a brawl. It's the sweet science. I mean, that's sure. the nickname of boxing. It sure. is a, it's pugilism. It's a dance. Yes. <laughs> you know? Um, but it's still the exact same thing that we keep on repeating. And these guys keep on getting knocked out or getting knocked to a certain level and then given 10 seconds to get back up and try to come back and and 10 seconds, realistically, maybe enough time for you to gather yourself to a certain extent to be able to at least stand and check the gloves and then go back in to take more of a beating. And that's exactly how this thing happens. That's actually what they said. Muhammad Ali, the way that he, the, the whole reason why he had the condition that he had, of shaking and barely being able to talk was because of that. He well, fought he had, way too long. Way, he, he yeah, had Parkinson's, I believe, which probably was or was it cystic fibrosis? He had Parkinson's. Parkinson's, Parkinson's yeah. but it was probably brought on by a lot of blunt force trauma to the head. head. Uh, but that, especially with the uh, Foreman fight, that uh-huh. was kind of his his plan was to was to broke him out. I'm going to let you hit me. In a lot of ways that can't knock me out, mm-hmm. and then when you're worn out, I'm gonna knock shit out of you. That's rope a dope. Yeah, it's it's uh, it works for a fight, sure. but for a career, especially late in your career, mm-hmm. and you know they didn't know near what they know now about right. concussions and and uh, head trauma. Um, but that's actually my point. They as much as we know now, it's 2019. Shit, but. The only way that you can make it as, I guess, in, in entertaining of a sport is not to have headgear. But that's exactly what the fucking headgear is for. Well, I, I they say headgear doesn't necessarily help because it's the shockwave going through. It's the okay. brain being shaken in the head and that you really can't yeah. get rid of. It's not the actual force of the, the fist making contact with the head. Uh, you know, that'll stop your cuts okay, and stuff like that. But as far as the brain shaking in the head just like with nfl helmets mm-hmm. it's not the getting hit in the head that that's hurting these guys it's running full blast and then being stopped immediately yeah. you can't keep your brain there's there's room inside your head for your brain to move around and being violently shaken yeah. over and over again causes long-term damage yeah and well. you know in a sport where all you can do is punch mm-hmm. you're you, gonna get hit in the right head. <laughs> but reducing the the weight of the gloves is going to lead to a lot of other injuries, including a lot of broken hands. Yeah. And that is their lifestyle. I mean, that is their, their livelihood. Yeah. It's their hands. Yeah. M- so. And MMA fighters, basically, the gloves are specifically just right. to protect, you know, And they the take hands. the fuck out of their hands, <laughs> oh, too. Yeah, they do. They are, uh, like, blocks of concrete. They really are. Yeah. Whenever they, before they put them on, they're, they're, they're taped pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, but that was a really unfortunate thing. But I wanted to talk about that because that's, that's really... It's two boxers in a yeah. week. Yeah. Because Pernell, uh, Pernell Whitaker 
Got yeah, by, he got hit by a truck. He got hit by a truck last week. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that really wasn't a boxing injury. That was a boxer who got killed. I said that's two boxers. <laughs> yeah, he could, have, sure he could have fought the truck. It sure is. You don't know and that. He could count- have been whacked out of his fucking head. Seen this truck coming at him. It wouldn't surprise me. And then if we're talking the dogs, the number of boxers that have been put down just in this last week alone has got to be thousands. Exactly. All right, we're moving on to the fun part of the show because it is it is coming ever so closer and closer week by week. We got NFL news. Mm. Yeah, it's not buddy. coming closer for me. I got Direct TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scotty, you should listen to this podcast. We'll be discussing every week. Yes, breaking down the games. I, I can watch uh, highlights. Or, or Derek, I guess you're Derek. No, we'll, don't we'll... you ever call me Scotty. Sorry. Did you call him Scotty? I might have. Oh, my God. Normally, I'm used to condescending to you. I really hope I'm much better looking than Derek. No. No. What? No, not with that fucking pubic hair on your chin. (laughs) Jesus. Well, oh, well. My wife likes it. No, she doesn't. She tells me. You look like you need to be making toys. (laughs) She tolerates it. By the way. Fair enough. You fucked that shit? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's cool. Okay, NFL news, 2019. Uh, I, I I wanted to get into this, man. Uh, I we all sat down here and we were discussing, you know, what to talk about on the show. And uh, for the very first time, I listened to the completely uncut, unedited Tyreek Hill uh, audio. It was bit. just released in the last week. Holy fucking shit! It's an 11 minute, 20 second conversation. That completely changes a lot of the context. And I pretty, I'm almost positive there was this one podcast that was talking about something along the lines of exactly what fucking happened. You know what that Trill Sports? Called? No. <laughs> no. It was, oh, it was WTF with Mark Marin. <laughs> no. No, I'm kind of Joe Rogan experience. I'm kind of pissed off actually because after that show released, there was some jackass that left a comment and said, "Oh, you guys made a whole bunch of shit up." No, we fucking didn't. We had a reliable source. We had some stuff that we wanted to talk about, and we kind of broke it a little bit. And guess what? We broke it weeks, weeks before it actually came out. And uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Have we, that. We broke it like that kid's arm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that's bad. But Just a, uh, so, a green stick fracture all over podcast. Now. Oh man! Well, what? So, what did you guys take of it? I'm, I'm kind of, I've kind of done a 180 at this point. It sounds like she was trying to manipulate him into saying and incriminating himself, and then was going to doctor the tape however she wanted. It sounds like she yeah. did she, doctor. Well, she she cut, did. She cut over half of it out, out or somebody did. And just to leave the stuff that makes him sound the worst. Yeah. And there's some parts in there where he's showing genuine concern for raising his child. Sure. And the, the, you know, difficulties that a a young black kid will have to face growing up. Sure. There's, part, there's parts where he out and out confronts her directly. The only other person who would know for sure about the 2014 incident where supposedly he punched her in the stomach. Yes, he pled guilty to it. Mm-hmm. I can see actually an attorney or whatever given the career he's got ahead of her ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah, just take the plea. Just take the plea, get back to playing football. Yeah. In 3 years you keep your nose clean, it's off your record entirely, sure. expunged. And you know, so that would have been in his best interest. Uh but he's confronting her. Did I did I hit you? Did yeah. I ever hit you? And she is, is side, ducking. Yeah, she is sidestepping, sidestepping the question. 
she lied about some shit. And yeah, she knew she was on tape. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah, and she and, knew. And, that tells and that's me why a lot. she would not say yes. Yeah, she right. would not say yes. She would not say no. She just kept dodging the question. Right. And that, with a, answering the question with a question. That tells me more. That tells me so much more because the guy that has absolutely no idea that he's being recorded is most likely going to be the one that's telling the truth. The person that is doing the recording is trying to set the other person up for as much as she possibly can to get him in a situation where she has leverage or has some kind of bargaining chip to where he's going to have to pay her shitloads of money. Because it sounds like this whole deal was whenever Tyreek Hill is breaking up with her over this whole trip. or, yeah. or He's trying to dump her, basically. Oh, over the whole incident. Yeah. And and she's not having it. And so that's where it kind of sounds like, oh, shit, this is where all of this is kind of coming into fruition of what we basically were told uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's really looking like, you know, they they were afraid to use that what they had for audio because mm -hmm. they were afraid it was, was doctored. doctored. And, and it turns steps, out steps were taken to keep any doctoring covered up. From it, and and uh, you know, I think that was a very planned step on her part. And the way the the sinister way that she is coming onto this, trying to be like this voice of reason, yeah. But then, you know, trying to trick him into saying something that she can then twist and manipulate into evidence against him. And and like I say, she. She did not try to use it against him in a court of law. Mm -hmm. She put it into the court of public opinion. Sure. With only what she wanted people to hear. Correct. And that, that is so manipulative and so sadistic, really. Yeah. I yeah. think I mean, she wanted custody of the kid and the child support and, payments. And that's, what it, that's sounds, what it is. That's what it sounds like the whole thing is stemming over is that he said he wanted to leave her and that he was going to take custody of the kid. Right. And she made him pay for it. Yeah. She, she's basically trying to use as much information in order for that mm -hmm. not to happen. So what turns out, which was, you know, several episodes ago, what we were talking about where it sounds like that most likely they already had this, this evidence when we were doing the show, mm -hmm. because at the time, we knew that Tyree Kill was allowed supervised visitation visits mm -hmm. with the kid, and she was not. Mm -hmm. So she admits that she spanks the kid, right? In this audio, we didn't get to hear that. Tyree Kill flat out says that you're the one that uses the belt on yeah. him, and then she goes, "Well, have you seen it?" It's like, no, my mom has seen yeah, it. Yeah, my mom even said she saw who used the belt on him. Exactly. So this whole thing is is getting. I don't think a belt's child abuse. <laughs> I think we all, everybody in this room got the belt as a kid. Uh, my old man worse. used a fucking pipe wrench. <laughs> oh my God. I got hit with a pipe when I was a kid. And I was just like, more. <laughs> Not a pipe, a pipe wrench. I got hit with a lead pipe once. Uh, uh, mama, I have no. uh, Yeah, pad. we all got the belt or some form of spanking. I got my ass we whipped all... with every weapon and clue. Yeah. You like, know, my... The candlestick, the rope. Uh, my... It didn't matter. <laughs> Colonel mustard. Well, yeah, all but of those it. are so tiny. The <laughs> 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 like pieces <laughs> no but, but I, this is this is ridiculous this is this was something that was spun up so fast and i gotta admit I, i'm we, one of we the, wanted dave rickles we wanted to dave beat the, rickles hell to beat the shit out of and him. i don't dave mean, i don't to, want to. that to happen and you know it, depends it on whose fantasy team he ends up on then, then right? i might yeah 
he still doesn't come across as necessarily looking like a good person. Yeah, I'll go and with that. And as he calls his, at the time, fiance, bro. Bro. A, a lot. lot. <laughs> a lot. But yeah. No, bro. To, no, bro. If, if you have beaten somebody up in the past mm-hmm. and you've worked past it, the last thing you would ever do is bring it back up in a future argument mm-hmm. for your case. Right. And he is straight up telling her, you fucking lied about that shit and you know it. And right. she's not saying, no, no I, I didn't. didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah. She's sidestepping it and trying to move to a different subject. Right. Yeah, she, where'd the bruises come from? You Did I hit you? But where did the bruises come from did, then? Did, did I, I hit you? Did I hit yeah. you? Yeah. But the police report, she told them, he threw me around like a rag doll and punched me in my pregnant stomach. Yeah, exactly. And I guess uh, he he was in, on the tape saying like, no, I put you outside. I just took you and I, put I you picked out. you yeah. up and put, put you outside because I told you to leave, leave and, and you, you didn't, didn't leave. Yeah. yeah. They basically what he what he said. She said they just got done having sex. He fucked that shit. Mm. <laughs> he fucked and that then, shit. And uh, then <laughs> he took her phone, went to the bathroom, and then after he took in her phone and went through messages or whatever in her bathroom in the bathroom and found out. I'm guessing that she was fucking around. Probably. He picked her up. He said it's time to leave. She wouldn't leave. He picked her up, put her on the porch, and she left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's all when, he when, said. When she he, said at that point. When he said, when he finally said, "You should be terrified of me too." dumb bitch you know she had already made so many accusations of you know you broke his arm she kept saying that to him over and over again and when you've been when somebody keeps falsely accusing you of the same shit and nobody believes you you get irritated yeah you get angry i can totally understand his anger Uh uh-huh i can too uh i i may have decided to use a, a completely different set of words but uh, he may not have been saying it like in a really aggressive way of, of like, I'm going to strike you, but maybe you should be afraid of me too, because I'm about ready to sue your ass for the, yeah. def- you know, the defamation. Yeah, you'll be out on the, your ass if exactly. you don't watch and, and this is kind of, I, I hope that's not what he was meaning as far as some, whatever he's saying, but the more, that, the more that I hear about this tape, this story, I'm sitting here going, holy shit. This is something that's con- completely turned me around 180. I I I think that I'm I don't know I I don't the, know. The I, only thing the NFL seemed to have a problem with was him calling her a dumb bitch, which does violate the you know player conduct bi- the protocol, dumb bitch rule the dumb bitch rule. Uh, even though it's, you know which I I'm not so sure that that's a violation when it's accurate. <laughs> I was getting yeah. to say. And uh, you know I think he got a fine yeah. out of it. But uh, from what I read somewhere else, Patrick Mahomes has welcomed him back yeah. to the team. Um, and so has Coach. So, so has Andy Reid. Yeah, and, you know, y- you kind of have to do that. Whether whether you buy his story or not, Yeah, this does need to be a functioning team. You can't have yep. hardship going on in the locker room or it just won't work out. Yep. And so you've got to at least, for the, the course of the season, try and put it out of your mind and right. move on. Right, got to give you've got to give it up to kind of the Chiefs for that because I feel like that as an organization they handled that very well. I do too. He was, well, and he I believe there was just, probably more communication between him and the team than what they were all letting on. They probably just couldn't put couldn't say, say anything. anything, right? Right, and they didn't. They right. just distanced themselves in the beginning, and I think they wanted to get every fact. I mean, with like with the because I mean they just learned with the Kareem Hunt deal, right? Which mm-hmm. and they just straight cutting, but there was video and not audio, right? Sure, but I think they wanted to make sure they. Had had all the facts and had everything laid out in front of them 
and I I just feel like they handled it well. He's he's back. I I feel like he's going to be received well by the fans. I I, I hope so. I yeah. hope so. I hope so. I, yeah. But uh, he breaks that first eighty yard touchdown. He sure he sure as fuck will be probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so that's... unfortunately though, this isn't going to get near the publicity. No, that no, him no. Being a child abuser, so people love scandal. People are still gonna fucking protest outside the stadium, and they're gonna fucking want him cut from the team, and it's gonna still be a big deal because they're not gonna look at the facts. Yeah. Look at the what I want to know is what the what signs are gonna be in the end zone when they're playing oh, away. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, because they're not gonna pay attention. They're not gonna listen to the show, which because they don't listen to them show the show. Fuck you. Which that puts them in the severe minority. Right. Okay, uh, so I want to get off to the, I want to get off of this stop. I want to get off of this. Yeah, really, we've talked really, a lot about him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Next thing I want to get into though is the uh, oh, the okay USA Today Sports came out with the 2019 um, AFC divisions, NFC divisions of who they think, what they think the records are going to be, and all this shit. I had a serious problem. I I used my favorite joke when I actually shared the post of of this. Uh, which is actually from Joe Rogan's stand-up. And whoever made these predictions were high as giraffe pussy. Um, but they really were. I'm looking at a couple of these, and, and, and there are a couple of them that I think maybe kind of make sense, uh, but some of them don't. Uh, I'm looking at the AFC West. They have the Chargers at 12-4 and four over the Chiefs at 11-5. and five. Um, Let's start with the AFC West. What do you guys think of this in this particular situation? Because I, I can't. 12 wins ain't going to win you the West. I think you're going to need 13 or more. That's, I, I, I don't dispute that the Chargers, the are Chargers good. are. It, it's a coin flip between the Chargers and Chiefs. Yeah. I think 12 and four gets you the West, but I think you flip it. What do you mean? You I think, think Chiefs? You, Chiefs 12 and four, and the Chargers 11 and five. Uh, yeah, I don't know who the fuck is going to beat the Chiefs or the Chargers though five times. Uh, That's I don't. Think you have anybody. the schedule, right? I, I, yeah, I do. I got the schedule in front of you because I want you guys. I to guess look nobody's going to beat them five times. No, but look at this. Chicago uh, could beat both teams. Uh huh. Could Green Probably Bay won't. could realistically beat both teams? They're going to beat up on each other. They split. I say they split, so that's three. Jacksonville's a possibility, mm-hmm. and I Let's think Minnesota's Minnesota's a possibility. Okay, but here's the thing: I want you to look at the first seven games that the Chargers get to play. Look at the first seven games. I would say uh, against Indianapolis, it's the first game of the season. It is at home, at, in, so it's in L.A. That may be a 50-50 game for me. I, right. I, I think Indianapolis is going to be good this year. But look at the rest of the games. At Detroit, they're terrible. Houston at home, meh, maybe. Miami's uh, bad. Miami's terrible. Denver's terrible. Pittsburgh is rebuilding. Tennessee is terrible. Chicago is their first loss that I have. So... When when you look at it, Green Bay at home depends on mm, who, at Chicago. I don't know that I think Chargers at, win at Chicago. No, I have Chicago winning that game. Okay, yeah, I have I have Chicago winning that game. Um, Unless it comes down to a kick, maybe. <laughs> um, but then you have uh, Green Bay, Oakland, and then at KC, I have them losing. At Denver, I've got them sweeping Denver. I've got at Jacksonville, Jacksonville taking that one. Uh, home Minnesota, I've got Minnesota winning that. Oakland, uh, another W for Los Angeles. And then at Casey. So I have Kansas City sweeping them. I, I still think that uh, – I think you're going to have the Raiders and the Broncos at the bottom of the AFC West. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be at the top of the AFC West. And they may even have the same record, to be honest with you. It just kind of depends. Every, it seems like every year one team ends up having a game – uh, that they should win and they end up losing or a couple in a row or something like that. But as far as right now, if everybody's healthy, I got the Chiefs in the AFC West. Anybody disagree? 
No, I don't disagree and with I, that. I wouldn't disagree with that, but I wouldn't put it past the Chargers. They were very good either. last year. Uh, the, the Chargers were that team that the Chiefs should have won yes. and lost because, I mean, they had a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. And they had no defense. Right, and it, it came down to a fucking last-second play. So, and um, the, the big difference I see with their schedules is that the Chiefs have New England. Yeah, they do. Um, At but, New England. Yeah, that's Late true. Late in the yeah, season. Quite possibly a loss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say that probably is a loss, and actually. And you always have those fluke games. Like they always say, any given Sunday, anybody can beat anybody. Sure. But there are those fluke games where you you just your jaw just fucking drops. Right. Uh, I forget what it was last year. I think it might have been Detroit beating New England last year was one of those games. Right. Like nobody saw that coming. Right. But uh, but I'm going to take the Chiefs uh, over the Chargers. Uh, I think uh, I think the Chiefs have a good possibility, especially with Tyreek Hill after the news that we just heard that uh, they may actually have a good opportunity to go to a Super Bowl this year. Uh, I, I said really, within three. They'll be there within three years. Within three. Uh, but now moving on, I want to go to the FC North. I've got a serious, serious problem with this. USA Today yeah. USA Today Sports has the Steelers winning the AFC North with a with a record of eleven and five. The Browns are ten and six. The Ravens eight and eight, and then obviously the Bengals. Uh, Bringing up the rear at three and thirteen. I think Browns and Ravens are going to above the above yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't understand this at all. I I don't know that the Browns are going to beat out the Ravens for the division title, but both of those teams, I feel safe in saying, will finish ahead of Pittsburgh. I mean, seriously, let's look at the schedule for Pittsburgh at New England first game loss. Seattle at home. I would probably pick Seattle right now at this point over over Pittsburgh. Uh, at San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo's back. They've got Kittle. Uh, that's a possibility of a loss. Cincinnati, they'll win. Baltimore, uh, I say they split. Split with Baltimore. Okay, so they'll win the first one at home. Then they got to play at LA. Then they got to play Miami. They'll win. Indianapolis at home. Uh, that's no. tough. At Cleveland, loss. At Cincinnati, maybe a loss. No, no I, they'll, I think they'll sweep Cincinnati. I don't know. Highlight that game at Arizona win Buffalo win at the Jets win. I think they close out with four wins in a row. Right, but I certainly, certainly, certainly do not have them at eleven and five. Or not four wins in a row at Baltimore. I see them losing Week Seventeen. I think they'll lose to Baltimore both times. I but think, I think I think ten and six wins that division. Sure, and I think it's the Browns at ten and six. Okay, I'll go with that. Um, but I don't think it's the Steelers. I, I will take the Browns winning the division, then the Ravens, then the Steelers. Yeah, I'd that's where I, I put the six. Browns at ten five and one, just because. <laughs> that's that actually probably smart. Uh, but anyways, we'll move on. Uh, the, the AFC th- AFC th- uh, South, I don't have a problem with. No, that looks pretty. That standard. looks pretty. That looks pretty good. I, they've got the Indianapolis Colts at ten and six, uh, tied with the Jaguars at ten and six, um, and then the Titans nine and seven, the Texans six and ten. I would say that the Texans are probably going to win more games than the Titans. Yeah, I don't know. I think that it's you got Mariota on a contract year, and typically those guys perform better on contract years. I'm not a big fan of Mariota though. I'm not either. And but... I like I like uh, I like the Texans this year to kind of be a surprise. Uh, I actually wouldn't be surprised if the Texans were um, eight, actually, you eight know, and eights where I'd put them at. I really thought um, Mariota would pan out better. I did too, but it, it's not going to happen. Uh, I I think that you're going to have uh, you're going to have Watt back, and you're going to have um, you're going to have Watson be. Full You'll st- have Watt back, but Watt will be out again. Uh, Watt maybe. gets hurt every year. I know, but we'll see what happens. But then you you've got both of your guys on the outside, DeAndre Hopkins, and then you're going to have uh, Will Fuller actually at full strength. He'll probably get hurt, hurt by the end, end of the season. That's true. Um, but we'll see what happens. I, I think that the AFC South is one of those divisions that I think may mix up a little bit, and you may be surprised. 
Uh, Colts the, won it last year, right? Um, yeah, I think so. The yeah. East is and, dead on, probably. They really didn't lose the much. East. I gotta give them credit. The East is dead fucking on. I think the Patriots at eleven of five win the division. I think they may actually. I, win I don't more. think the Bills win eight games. Uh, I don't either. I don't think the Bills win eight games. Actually, I'd probably put the Jets over the Bills. I don't think I think the only team with a winning record in the East is going to be the Patriots. New England Patriots, yeah, because that's the shittiest part of the NFL. Is not the even AFC a five, East. not even a five hundred record. I don't I see don't. anybody going eight and eight in the East Ugh, outside of bad. the Patriots. Yeah, you're probably right because that's uh, man. The I'll, take, I'll have take no quarterback. They have no. I mean, they just don't have any real weapons. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, going on to uh, the NFC West. Okay. Here's another one of my really, really, really big fucking problems. They have the 49ers at the top of the NFC West at 10 and 6, the Rams at 9 and 7, the Seahawks at 9 and 7, and the Cardinals at 3 and 13. Okay, I get it. You got Jimmy Garoppolo back. That's it. You got Kittle. Uh, people, well, okay, you have Kittle, but <clears throat> that, where, were, where, where was the 49ers last year? They were in San Francisco. They've been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. I get it. Where where were they in the they division? They would be called something else if they weren't. Mm-hmm. They were in third. San they were third in the division. But they had somehow, no quarterback. I know they had no quarterback, but I still don't think that Jimmy Garoppolo is as good as everybody I, portrays him to be. I certainly don't think so. I mean, he had some good showings in New England. So yeah. did Matt Castle. Yeah, exactly. That's that is a system made for people to be successful. He was. In. That's six, my point. He didn't lose a game when he got traded. He was six and zero oh with San Francisco the second he got there, and San Francisco okay. was bad. Okay, and then they ended up in, in he ended up six and zero oh over there. I will I, say I this. put the Rams and Seahawks ahead of the 49ers. I do too. I, I take, do not. I take I take the Rams. Uh, I go Rams, Seahawks, then 49ers and Cardinals. And I uh, I mean they do have an early easy schedule. They're at Tampa Bay. They're at Cincinnati. Home against Pittsburgh. Home against Cleveland. At L.A at Washington, Carolina, at Arizona. And so they're, they're going to get some wins. So I, I just, 10 and 6, you can kiss my ass. I think it's right. You think the 49ers over the Rams and the Hawks? Yes. Oh, my God. And I think both those teams finish with the same record, just like they've got them here. Okay. I'll highlight that one for Mr. Derek. No. And and maybe you're right, but uh, no. I, I don't see it. I, I mean, the Rams are coming off a Super Bowl appearance. That's... yeah. I for them to not be the favorites in the division. The typical when you lose the Super Bowl, you typically don't make the playoffs the next you year. You don't know what I typically do. I'm saying <laughs> period. Most teams that don't win the Super Bowl that lose in the Super Bowl go on and miss the playoffs the next season. I'll have All you know right. I've never lost in the Super Bowl. What do you what about this uh what about this division here, Derek? The NFC North, Vikings, Bears, Packers, Lions. I don't think the Packers win nine games. I think they go 0 and 16. Really? No. <laughs> I don't think they're going to have I think 8 and 8 maybe at best. Uh, uh the Vikings at 12 and 4 that they have kind of surprises with me. With Kirk Cousins that 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 I don't see that. Uh-uh. Uh 11 and 5. Let me look at the Bears schedule and I'll tell you. I actually I'm not really I, I like the Vikings this year. Kirk Cousins is going to is going to actually have a decent year. We're going to sweep Green so. Bay, we'll beat Denver, beat Washington. By God, I think we're going sixteen and zero. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll probably lose. I'm guessing we'll probably lose it uh, at home against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. We'll probably split with Minnesota. I think we beat Green Bay both both games. Uh, Dallas could be a loss, maybe not. Uh, the Chargers, we probably lose that game. We probably lose to New Orleans. I I see. Yeah, probably about eleven and five is right, but I think that wins the division. 
okay. I'd say you're probably right. I'm going to take the Bears winning that division. Vikings second and Packers and uh, Packers be third and Lions fourth. Yeah, because th- Vikings I can see losing to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I see him losing to well they'll split. Let's say they split with us with the Bears. Uh, Philly I can see beating them. Yeah, the Chiefs are going to beat him. Uh, Dallas could beat him. Same thing. And they've got the Chargers. That's six losses. That's ten and six. Yeah. So anyway, uh, NFC South, Falcons, Saints, Panthers, Bucks. Okay. I, I don't see where they're getting the Falcons from. I I think the Falcons will be in, in second place, but mm-hmm. I I do not know how you pick over the Saints in this particular scenario. Especially Drew Brees is on a fucking mission. He this is year. fucking pissed from last year. I, I They're going to be the best team in the NFL uh, and, and the Falcons already have to start off. They have to play at Minnesota against Philadelphia at Indianapolis and then Tennessee, Houston, Arizona, L.A. Rams. Uh, they have to play home against Seattle. Then they play at New Orleans again at Carolina, Tampa Bay, home against New Orleans, Carolina, at San Francisco, Jacksonville, at Tampa Bay. It wouldn't like, surprise me if they hang a 50 spot on the Rams. Maybe. Because that's who they really want to punish. Probably. Let me see your sheet real quick, Scotty. Which one? This one? Yeah. Let me just see that real fast. Okay. What are you looking for? Yeah, that's what I thought that was. What? They think that the Super Bowl is going to be the Chargers and the Eagles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's no fucking way. No, that's not. Carson Um, Wentz isn't even going to make it through the whole year. No shit. Week eight. I think that's what I called it. The Eagles' hopes are soundly planted. On him making it through right, the season, right, and he hasn't shown he can do that yet. No, uh, and but, he's got back knee. But mm. this is this is my favorite part. We get to get into the NFC East because I'm almost positive we've got several several Cowboy fans and and Eagles fans that get to listen to this show. Maybe a Giants fan, one or two. But I, I had the I had the opportunity to talk to a couple of these Cowboy fans, and. I apparently broke their heart when I when I broke the news to them that that uh, this whole ordeal with Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott, Zeke's holding out, isn't he? Yes, he is. And and I don't understand how he can do that. Maybe maybe you guys can enlighten me on this. Do the he same, is still under contract, right? He can do the exact same, same thing with Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon, right? Was under but contract. Le'Veon was on a uh, opt-in year, wasn't he? Franchise tag. Franchise tag. Okay, but he doesn't have to accept that. He Mm-mm. can sit down. They're not putting the franchise tag on Elliott, are they? Mm-mm. They probably will. They eventually will. Right. But, but the more and more I keep, I keep on talking to these Dallas Cowboys fans, they they think that we they have been on the shoulders of Dak Prescott this entire time. That's the way I'm kind of picking it up. And, like, uh, Dak got us there. I mean, I'm like, no, your offensive line got you there. Well, well, we, you know, running backs are plug and plays. So, if we if we lose if we lose Zeke, then we'll get somebody else we can put back. I there. remember when they lost Zeke a couple of years ago to suspension, and they had their running game was dog shit for those four games. I, I think he's a better than average running back. I do but too. He is, he's not the next Emmitt Smith. No, he I'm, is. I'm not saying that. But the Cowboys people seem to think he is. Uh, what Zeke? Yeah, I'm that actually he's the next getting. Smith. I'm getting actually a lot of negative feedback from Zeke, and I get it because of the off the field crap that he keeps on mm. getting himself into. I get that. I totally understand that. Um, and they want to pay Dak when I think that Dak is not a top fifteen quarterback. No, but uh, teams revolve much more around quarterback than they do 
running backs. I, I understand, but when you put a person, uh, let's say you put an NFL quarterback behind the best, one of the best offensive lines mm-hmm. in the league, give mm-hmm. him more time to let the offense develop, put yourself back there with a fucking above average running back, I think he's better than that. I don't know about you, but if you look at fantasy projections for this year, uh, number one and two picks are Ezekiel Elliott always in the one of, one of the top two. Mm-hmm. It's because he's damn good at his job. Now, if he goes... Well, and he gets the majority of the carries. Sure. I mean, that's because he carries the fucking team. That's he, the point. He does. I, I guess you can... A team can function without a running back. They sure. can't function without a starting quarterback. They... I guess my Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Yeah, right. But I guess my point is, is that he was great. Zeke is Zeke is a three down back. Okay. Okay. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He he knows how to run the ball, Um, and his offensive line knows how to block for him. Mm -hmm. But I've I've got to say this: this is not this is not going to be the best year for the Cowboys. And the main reason why is because all off field drama that's going to end up coming of this. And because of Zeke, basically he's leaving the country. He's going back to, uh, I think Mexico is where he actually does his training or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's already on the plane. He says he's leaving the country and maybe that's more, um, you know, more, more chips to be able to put bet on himself kind of a thing. Good for him. I guess what I'm saying is I don't understand that how a player, can hold out on a signed contract and expect that contract to still be valid. Oh, he's not going to get paid. Back. The same exact thing that with Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. will happen to Zeke if he decides to sit out and not play. Yeah, he won't get right. he won't get paid. And then eventually, I mean, he's going to piss off the uh, he's going to piss off the Cowboys and they're going to try to get rid of him. He'll do the exact same thing. I don't necessarily think it's going to come to that. I think most likely the Cowboys come to some kind of a consensus agreement and, and make it work between the two. But I've got all these Cowboys fans. It's like, no, Zeke's not all that pissed. No, he's fucking pissed. Are you kidding me? The one, I, the few that I've talked to, that I said that paying Prescott was a mistake, and and the only response I've gotten is, well, who else are they going to get? That's who you pay you. That's your guy. Who else are they going to get? And that shouldn't be your response. Mm-mm. Like you. You shouldn't be just, okay, well, I guess if everybody else is gone, we're going to lock this guy up. Exactly. I mean, if you have to, draft a guy yeah. again. But I, I, you can franchise, you can draft a guy and tag Dak for two years. Right. And the guy that you draft is probably going to be better than Dak Prescott. Yes. I, well, and because there won't be any interest in Dak Prescott. No. no. That, and that's kind of my point. It's like, okay, if you're going to trade Dak Prescott for anybody, who would you do it with? And the the fact of the matter is, is every single team that you are trying to trade for is going to tell you to go shove it up your ass. Mm-hmm. So that that's actually my point. Outside of maybe like the Bengals or the Bills or the Jets, what, football a- hell. What Andy Dalton? Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying those would, teams those teams would take him. Uh, I would much rather have Andy Dalton over Dak Prescott. Mm, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I, I, he's a better raw quarterback. He can't stay healthy, but he can't stay healthy because he has no O line. Right. But that's yeah. Guess, I'm I'm guessing uh, that's the Andy consensus. Dalton would love to go to the Cowboys. I guarantee you that he would. Uh, Absolutely would. Yeah, but I guess more to my point was when you're under contract for the next two years mm-hmm. and you don't show up for for training camp, mm-hmm. how are you not in breach of contract? I, I get it if like if the team franchise tags you, mm-hmm. they've altered the terms of your contract now, mm-hmm. so you can refuse to show up. But oh, I see what you're saying. But when they've got, I mean, what's the point of having somebody locked up under contract 
They can't force the guy to work. Well, they can't force him to work, but doesn't he either have to retire or, I mean, I to to hold out and then expect to be welcomed back to know. not get fired, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but if you cut him, somebody else, you risk somebody in your I, division I guess, going yeah. and picking him up, too. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a chess game that he's trying to play, and we'll see what happens with it, but... Yeah, I guess it's just bullshit. You agreed to that contract. Work right. for your fucking contract. Right. But to sum it up, I've got the Eagles taking that division, the Cowboys coming in second, and I have the Redskins over uh, yeah. the Giants. Yeah, the fact that they think the Giants are going to win five games is <laughs> they have, laughable. They have, they have Daniel Jones. <laughs> yeah, right. They sure do, and he's yes. going to be holding that clipboard real well, <laughs> watching uh, Eli get fucking demolished until the season's too late to salvage. Daniel Jones ends up being the starting quarterback by week five. You think? Yeah. I think he might get it right out of training I, camp. I, I don't know. I Week five or earlier. Or out of the preseason. I think he might win it in preseason. Just because of the mental state of of a quarterback that he's got to be in, putting the starting job on a New York team mm-hmm. quarterback right out of the box, you know the season is fucking dead in the water anyway. Mm-hmm. Why not let the guy who you know can take it, who can take the pressure, yeah. put him out there, <clears throat> let the other guy learn from him from a clipboard? Because still he's a smart guy. Yeah. And th- he can learn a lot from Eli, and sure. Eli's not going to back up anybody. Yeah. I don't think he might get one of those fake injuries, what makes him kind of call this his last season. Maybe I, I guess maybe, but hey. you can do severe long term damage to your the guy that you've kind of banked on mm-hmm. now to be the future of your team. Uh, the way that I see the Giants organization doing things like this is is it's not the smart way and. And I, I think they're going to probably try to throw uh, Daniel Jones way too far, fast into it. Nobody mm-hmm. wanted him. None Nobody. of the fans wanted him. They no. all wanted Haskins. I, I, have, I have yet to see a commentator or a fan react positively to that. Unfortunately, I did get to meet one of those. I've met a New York Giants fan that's kind of excited about it. But What eh. choice does he have now? Yeah, it's already done deal. But anyways, that's that. All right. We're at an hour and Oh shit, we're at an hour. Jesus Christ, that was exhausting. That was exhausting. I need something to pet me up for the drive home, Scotty. No shit. I got some shit for you. What do you got? I got some got some uh, some coke. Got some strike force, man. Oh. Strike force. What's that? Strike force? It's an additive for a bottle of water. It's an energy drink, basically. It comes in little small packets that you can open, put Uh into a bottle of water, shake it up, and it's actually a really delicious energy drink. Does it gotta be a bottle? I put it in a can of water. It comes in cans now. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. I yeah. It comes in like soda cans. No, you can put it yeah. in anything. It doesn't taste right. You can put you can it in like boxed can. water, too. Yeah, sure you, you can. can. You oh, like water. wine? Yeah, the boxed water. 2015 was a real good year for boxed Fuck water. Yeah, it was. Good vintage. <laughs> yes. Good vintage on the hydrogen and oxygen. Oh, yes, shit. Both. That's awful. Uh, is it? Yeah. That is what water's made of. Awful? No, hydrogen and oxygen. Yes, I know that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, H two O. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, anyway. That's one. <laughs> the two stands for terrific. Uh-huh. Is that right? God, Speaking of terrific, yeah. Tell me more about the Strike Force. Strike Force Energy is an excellent product. I actually have military friends that have been using it for years. Uh-huh. You can check them out at strikeforceenergy.com. Uh, they actually have four flavors of this particular additive to a bottle of water or any beverage that you would like. Uh, it has no calories, no sugars, and about the same amount of caffeine as a regular cup of joe. And this is a fact. Not one current military user of Strike Force has been killed in combat. Really? Not, not a current user, no. 
Oh, that that would make sense. Yes, Sorry, sure that would. one. Over my eye. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But the, stuff does that. they have they have four flavors. Comes in lemon, orange, grape, and original, which we call Nick Foles. Uh huh. Tastes just like him. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So check them out at strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code No More Cans for twenty percent off of your order. Again, strikeforceenergy.com. Mm, Gentlemen, I can, I can taste the freedom now. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I got I, I got nothing. You got anything? No, I'm out. Nothing. God damn it. All right. Fine. Jesus Christ, we've gotten an hour and 20 minutes almost. Really? An hour and 19 coming up on. One, two. No, okay, I won't Jesus, do that. Jesus, this is entertaining <laughs> for people. All right, guys, you can check us out at uh, Facebook at the Unfiltered Sportscast. We are also on Instagram, which I'm starting to pay a little bit more attention to so we can get uh, get some pictures and videos and shit out on that too at uh, the Unfiltered Sportscast. You can follow us on Twitter at the Unfiltered Crew. Is it the unfiltered crew? At unfiltered crew. God damn it! Every fucking time. That's that's Derek's uh, little. You know, when do we get up on the MySpace? Um, well, I'm still talking to Tom. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> talking to Tom. I'm talking to Tom. I think I've almost got it worked that's out. That's a whole different podcast. Yeah. Talking Tom. Absolutely. And the and uh, LinkedIn. You, and oh no. yeah, no, we know. No. Okay. Uh, and also on YouTube at uh, the. I was going to say that's still a thing, isn't it? Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. At the Unfiltered Sportscast channel. So, guys, uh, do us a favor. This show is starting to grow, actually. It's it's doing very, very well. Uh, and it's all because of you guys. So, thank you very much. Oh, I did want to announce we are going to start having Wrestling Monday or Wrestling Mondays, Wrestling Wednesdays. I'm going to share a uh, thing on Facebook every Wednesday. And uh, you get to make a GIF of your favorite, whatever the category. I thought that was really cool. I share one fucking WWE wrestling thing and it fucking goes. Oh, like professional that. wrestling. Yeah, I thought you were getting into wrestling. the amateur stuff. No. No, he only we likes all like amateur singlets. porn. <laughs> sure. Prints off <laughs> the pictures asshole. and has a good time. Yep. But uh, anyways, guys, do us a favor. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep spreading the show. That helps us out. So if you uh, if you like us, tell your friends. If you don't like us, eat human shit. <laughs> Big old bag of it. <laughs> if you don't like us, I'll tell your enemies. Until next time, guys. Take that filter off and make it dirty. We'll see you. Take care.